Hello and welcome to Coffee Lovers Radio. I am your host, Joseph, and I'm joined today by Jesse Nelson of Conduit Coffee and Sean Lieb. Coffee Smith? Yes. Sean, co- Sh- Co- Sean Coffee Smith Lieb. <laughs> yes. Hello. Awesome. Hey. Thank you for joining me, guys. <laughs> really good to be here. Yeah. Awesome. Now, what are we talking about? <laughs> <laughs> I like the awkward intros. Coffee. Let's talk about well, I'm coffee. Deep, I'm deep in, in uh, the the next issue of Coffee Lovers Magazine. That's coming out really soon. Um, uh, hopefully in the next day or two. As I'm recording this, of course, we're uh, recording in advance before we start rolling out publishing and doing this regularly. Um, which will hopefully be soon as well because I'm also in the midst of going out of the country. But yes, yeah. <laughs> so it's like an imprint of time for future future coffee generations. Something like that. Yeah, this is going to our time capsule yeah. here. Don't make We're just going to build a wall around it. Don't make the same mistakes <laughs> that we've made. Oh! <laughs> um, and, Spring uh, has landed here on Westlake. It has. Oh, in oh. Seattle, it's been nice. Yeah, it's been gorgeous. Uh, yeah. Ice coffee flowing. People are loving yeah. it. Everybody's out riding their spring, bikes. Spring dresses. Yes. Yes. Seattle is so nice in the spring and the summer. And, and I'm going to leave. Yeah, where yeah. are you going again? Thailand. Oh, oh man. darn. Which will be terrible. <laughs> yeah. yeah, well, oh, no. you know, nice resorts and Thai iced coffee. Yeah. Which yeah, I don't know how And open-ended anything, right? Yeah, I mean, right. you're just kind of going. Yeah, I'm going. I mean, your I'm only commitment there. is to, to to be have there. Have fun. Yeah. And, you know, work what's, on the business. What's going to happen with your magazine while you're gone? Well, it's going to keep going the way it has been. I mean, I can do this from anywhere in the world, so I figured, why not Thailand? That right. would be a really great why opportunity. Not yeah, why not, a, not the loft? <laughs> be in another country and check out their coffee scene. Yeah, exactly. I'm really interested fantastic. to see uh, what uh, the coffee culture is like over there. Uh, probably do an issue on it. Yeah, uh, do an issue on traveling and coffee, and we do, also. Do you, do you need a roadie? <laughs> well, if you got, uh, if you got airfare, Michael Owen right? Smith possibly. <laughs> I don't know what, he, what he's going to do, but yeah, you're free to join me if you can get there. <laughs> I'll also be going down to Australia uh, in May for International Coffee Expo. Nice, yeah. nice. Um, that's in Melbourne again. Yeah, that's in Melbourne. So that'll be that'll be interesting. You should take some bags of conduit with you. Some stickers for sure. Yeah, it's actually a sticker tag mission. We're sending them on to Thailand and Australia. Yeah, nice. I'm just gonna tag conduit around the world. Um, we were talking about uh, scotch last week. What were yeah. we doing? We were talking about scotch and alcohol, or we were scotch, scotch and alcohol, <laughs> among other uh, things. That... Scotch or whiskey and coffee and that sort of thing. Yeah, we got on that subject, um, and you said that you had this nice bottle that you were gonna bring. Yeah. And now that we're seeing it, I don't think that we should ever put coffee into something this nice. I really don't want to. I just uh-huh. want to have it by itself. Yes, yeah. we will drink it out of macchiato cups. Yeah. So, so to the listeners at home, keeping in with the spirit of Macallan Twelve. Without, if we get off topic, just tune in at a bowl. Uh. <laughs> yep. Well, and the, the subject started because we were talking about what goes well with it. And, That's right. And I had found that a nice PD scotch. Um, yeah. I was using Bowmore, but Lafroig's pretty good too, something right. like that. And a really our darker roast right. with espresso shots, like a you know a couple shots of espresso to like four shots of scotch, two to one. It, it's pretty. It's cra- tasty. It's pretty crazy when you consider coffee as not only as kind of just the main premise to a drinking experience but also as an accentuate to any other kind of culinary experience Mm -hmm. on top of that i remember one time i even had a i had a steak sauce that had two espresso shots mixed Mm. in oh yeah 
Oh, we do espresso rubs all the time with steak. Oh, and it's crazy. Kind of, yeah, a little bit. I was really black pepper, some basil really, powder. Really and, impressed. Yeah. There's a there's a place uh, over near yeah sure go ahead uh, over near Tangletown I think that does um, uh, what is it. Amazing. Oh, a place over near Tangletown that that uh, uh, does um, uh, chicken and waffles. Uh, oh, I forget what it's called. I went there once. Burgundian. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's so oh, nice. yeah. yeah. Oh, it's so delicious. They're but... hosting the beer thing for SCA too. Right, right. Oh, very cool. They're also serving. They serve a coffee stout. Right. Uh, I imagine they do. They have like five thousand beers yeah. there, right. and they're doing a whole tap of of coffee beers oh, of different sorts right. and different brewers um, awesome. for SCA yeah. for that weekend. So that's the Conduit awesome. Coffee, I think, with the Ethiopian in it, is going to be oh, um, very cool. Yeah. Oh, so looking forward to that. Um, oh, thank you. So, yeah, but their their uh, maple syrup that goes mm. with the waffles, they put uh, whiskey in it. Or, or bourbon or something yeah, like that. Yeah. And it is so delicious. And now I'm thinking, a maple syrup with coffee. Yeah. yeah. Something's got to go well there. Definitely. Yeah. Well, that's uh, that's what's really fun about you know seeing this industry grow the way it's growing in a right. place like Seattle that has amazing food and really creative food and right. all sorts of you know different cultures and everything that... The culinary aspect of coffee is really coming out, and mm-hmm. some of our most favorite accounts—you know—they're small, but they—they're bars and restaurants that are doing cool stuff with it. Oh, um, yeah. And the new—the new cocktails, uh, the the cortada—is that the the new bar that just opened up on Capitol Hill? Right, right. Um, using slate coffee, and they're doing some really nice little cocktails up there. Um, and it, so Facebook says, but it does look delicious. Uh, it, it's also <laughs> pretty crazy because it's not the first time in this industry where you've had a real. Uh, focus on culinary creativity using coffee mm. but it it sometimes comes and goes uh i remember what uh what was it uh oh brain what, derailment yeah i know brain <laughs> derailment and don't take it the wrong way vita but who founded you again <laughs> Uh, founder, <laughs> founder of Vita, My, Vivace. Oh, okay. Sorry, Vivace. Vivace. Yeah, um, Vita. Vita, don't hate me. Vivace, don't hate me. Sorry, but um, the the guy. With oh, the whatever name. his name right. is, he doesn't matter anymore. Schomer? Yeah, David yeah, Schomer. David Schomer. The whole. I'm kidding. David, it's cr- we love you. Yeah, we love David Schomer. But I remember reading an article he wrote years ago. Was that when the Seattle coffee scene pretty much first started? He said straight up. All the enthusiasm for Italian espresso with no Italians. And then it just led into this crazy one mutation after another. Mm-hmm. And he was absolutely right because we had no real traditional background when it came to addressing coffee. Right. And so we had all this freedom. And, you know, what, 20 years later? Like 30? 30, 20 to 30 years wow. later, look at where we are now. Right. We're Seattle and other places such as, you know, Portland. There's definitely an American style of, right. of coffee. And it's both serving. I mean, roasting is right. one aspect of roasting it. And then the single origins are something that we've really taken a run with. Right. I mean, the Scandinavians have been doing that for a long time, a lot right. longer. Mm-hmm. But they, uh, 
yeah, the style of coffee, the mm-hmm. the care for the local food movement. You know, that's right. also in the backdrop of this whole local food uh, movement absolutely, as well. Absolutely, absolutely. And people care about that. But then, just the like you said, the without the government interference with the Italian culture and the style right. of coffee and the and the cultural norms of what something right. is, we we had a we we basically we lucked out with a giant blank canvas right. mm-hmm. that we were allowed to make all our mistakes on. All our accomplishments on, all our good ideas, all our bad ideas. Yep. So and now then, we have twenty ounce, twenty four ounce milky drinks. That <laughs> have and some and, sort now, of and now we have Portland, who's apparently just doing it right. <laughs> right. Well, that's what's so cool, and this has come up a couple of times this week actually with people and talking about how Portland's coffee scene is better mm. than Seattle's, and you know, different. It's definitely yeah. different. I think in the small local roaster aspect, it's better right. just because it's a smaller city. There's more of them. But the local food movement is huge in Portland. That's very true. And the aspect of, you know, the people wanting to go and seek seek out smaller businesses and yeah. smaller and smaller. It's right. like it's not cool that's if a, it's too big. That's a you huge know. part of, like, Portland's culture. They, right. And they really dislike large Right. And there's oh, yeah. rarely – there's a few neighborhoods in Seattle that get like that, you know, and, like, Fremont on certain days of the week on the Fremont Fair and stuff like that. Right. You know, well, it's, I think part of it's also when you get out here on the – it's kind of weird deviation, and it's not to put a difference between West or East Coast or different parts of the country – but I feel as though, and cheers, cheers, cheers to this. I feel as though coffee being one of these main aspects is that American individual innovation and production is starting to make a huge impact and a return. Right. We're seeing independent roasters coming back, independent brewers, independent coffee shops. Right. We're seeing a lot of not micronization of particular fields, but we're seeing a lot of people having the freedom to start indulging in these right. things. Well, it's our new craft, right? right? I mean, we're finding craftsmanship. And that's something that I think the younger generations and, you know, starting oh, with ourselves, yeah. of course. But, like, there's just not a lot of things that you can be a craft person at, you know, and, mm-hmm. and do that. So there's a also a huge, huge shift towards entrepreneurialism oh, yeah. uh, lately. And it's because all of our bosses suck. Well, <laughs> I think what's what's hilarious though is that I remember when I first started as a barista, um, and I won't name any names. That's what the bleeps are for, right? After the fact. Well, I, I, well no, no, don't name them a now. Lo- a lot, I don't edit. a lot of the mental attitudes about competition was negative. I'm I'm uh, the one making coffee. Why are you making coffee? Right, mm. and. I feel like culturally, this wasn't necessarily just about coffee. I just feel like culturally as as a country or within regions that you may be residing in, it's really easy to hate somebody that seems to be either doing well or is getting into the same thing as you. Mm -hmm. I would say about... Lord, I don't. I couldn't put an exact date on it, but I remember it almost felt like night and day where as a barista... We were kind of encouraged that we don't hang out with those other baristas. Right. Now, I can't throw a stick without throwing a barista and having an amazing conversation <laughs> or running into someone who's like half my age and they know more about coffee right. in the last two years than I ever learned in the last 10. And to me, that is amazing. Right. Absolutely. Yeah, the flood amazing. of information, the people exactly. with skills, and the expectations mm-hmm. of customers, and the brew techniques that right. are available that are standard now. I mean, right. And I gotta admit, there's a. Li- I do miss. I do have a, a little romanticism over like the whole. 
I'm the coffee wizard and I have these secrets about coffee and you have to go through, you have to jump through these hurdles to learn mm-hmm. what I know. Man, well, we can make but, you a new cape. You can, you can <laughs> I was going to say, you, you can still, you can still kind of cultivate that because it's, if you, if you look past the product and we've, we've talked about this before, um, you know, it being more about the experience than the actual product, right. uh, being the important thing. Um, and, and I think, you know, a lot of people get caught up on, oh, it's coffee and that's what it's all about. Right. It's, it's just the drink. Obviously, you can make coffee at home. And there are a lot of, like, really affordable tools to make a freaking amazing cup of coffee at home. Oh, absolutely. Uh, but you can't replicate you. Right. Right. Uh, for example. Um, which, since we're talking about it, do you want to give us a sort of a little Who brief? are you? Who are you? Why, <laughs> why are you here? Yeah, why are you here? Uh, and where is John? <laughs> I, I, <laughs> that's so odd. How do you follow that? Uh, it's like, hey, you're not the barista. You're not the roaster here. No, but I spent the night at a Holiday Inn. Yeah. Well, welcome. <laughs> amazing, amazing plug for Holiday Inn. You're welcome. Now, um, for all our listeners that we don't yet My know. name is Sean Lieb. Uh, I started coffee, I guess my very first coffee job was at an internet cafe down in Arizona. Hmm. In the middle of freaking nowhere, Lake Havasu City. No wonder you're the coffee wizard. And exactly. Because <laughs> like Moses, I went to the desert. No, 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 no. I'm not editing that out. That's in there. That, oh, awesome. <laughs> Great. No, um, That's going to be your new, new, new my nickname. First, coffee my, Moses. I, I guess in all respects, my first teacher was this... Uh, down on his luck IT guy that decided to open up a cafe mm. um, fairly close to the waterfront and all he did was have this really crummy espresso machine he had like six or seven computers this was kind of that day and age where not a lot of computers were more commonplace but not everybody had them right. kind of before right. Wi-Fi and right laptop. and so you did God, have strange. these internet cafes it's so weird saying internet cafe I know. because that, that sounds so antiquated now right not right. to interrupt but I'm gonna do it anyways <laughs> there's there actually still is a there's um in West Seattle uh, I'm blanking on the name of it but they are an actual like the online cafe, cafe online right. coffee or whatever uh, Hotwire. Oh, oh, Hotwire Online Coffee House. That's so funny. They still have computers. My biography leads to Hotwire. Okay. Yes. Please continue. <laughs> oh, oh. Gather around, children. No. <laughs> it keeps clapping. And so, uh, this guy, so my first very basic understanding of coffee was grind the beans, tamp it into this, mm-hmm. and just run water through it. And then if they want their milk hot, steam it. And that was all the instruction I ever got. <laughs> all right. And looking, you know, when you're there at the moment and they give you this relevant skill to your environment, that is what your first sense of knowledge is. And so what's funny is that as bad as that coffee was, the principle of coffee for me has never changed since that first day. Well, that's what it is. Exactly. Grounds, water. Right, milk sometimes, unless mm-hmm. you're lactose, you know. Yeah. But then when I moved back up here to Seattle, you know, I came back home, uh, worked a bunch of different jobs. Uh, I met a guy named Jeremy Summer, phenomenal local barista. Mm. 
really knowledgeable. He's 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 a he's an awesome pirate like blue grassian Swiss Army knife of a barista. He can do <laughs> almost anything. So if he ever hears this, I'm not kissing your ass, Jeremy. <laughs> Jeremy. But um, he and I Swiss met at a bakery. Barista. He was really enthusiastic about coffee. His first real coffee teacher, who would eventually be my first real coffee teacher, was Dismas Smith. Oh, really? Yes. And uh, I met Dismas Smith through Hotwire. I worked at their Shoreline store uh, with Jeremy and Dismas. There was a lot of great people. And the most profound thing about that was that there was the, the social aspect of a crew was what I experienced for the first time at that operation. I never had a job where someone would ask me, what are you doing after work? Right. Let's go grab a beer. Mm -hmm. You know, or, hey, my birthday's coming up. I would love you to be there. And we were doing coffee at the same time. And so for me, being new to coffee, I was still making crummy coffee. (laughs) No (laughs) doubt about that. But I was introduced to the concept that coffee can lead to really strong and powerful social relationships. Mm. And that was something I always valued. Okay, slight slight interruption there. Let's uh Okay, so, I don't remember where you were. That's all good. So after so Hotwire introduced me to the social aspect of coffee. Mm-hmm. Uh, which a lot of the people that from my first what I consider my first crew you know, 10 years later, I'm, I'm still in very good contact with them. Sometimes I check up on them. They check up on me. Fantastic relationship, you know, to last this long. That's very amazing. Cool. Yeah. Um, so after I had left Hotwire, which was found, which was started by Laura Vickery, Dismas Smith, and Tim McCormick. <laughs> Tim hmm. McCormick also being one of the core founders of Zoka Coffee. Uh, Zoka Coffee was one of three or four other operations that were still running. That was that were running really strong at that time. They were probably one of the larger operations in Seattle for being an independent roaster. Um, this isn't that long ago. I mean, this is like two thousand five. Yeah, right. Yeah, this is Zoka st- had already established its history. I know we talk about these things like Zoka right. back in the day, right. you know, but well, it's really only nine years ago. That's still I mean, nine years. Right? Nine years, I know, but how well, yeah. fast and how and well not, developed the scene has become. Nine years ago, we were watching Star Trek: The Next Generation, and we were like, "Wow, they got <laughs> these little pads." That you can just touch the screen, and they're these computers. Right. Nine years ago, we barely had the iPhone. Right. Not even. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it's it's. I remember rocking my my iPod sixty gigabyte on the bus, and I was the only person <laughs> with headphones. Yeah. And I remember I had. I remember when the first it. iPods came out. I went with the MP three player. I got. A, I had a mini disc player. I know. If I had known better. <laughs> the Rock You or whatever, those old, well, <laughs> those old school MP3s, the, the whole 30 songs. The uh, MP3 player was, uh, now I'm getting off topic. I'm not going to uh, defend the MP3 to you, Jesse topic. Nelson. <laughs> I st- well, among coffee, I'm also a, a MP3 player snob. <laughs> I, I, also, awesome. I still have my mini disc player. Oh, yeah. I did this late 90s. It was like either MP3 or mini disc, and I was like, oh. Gotta go with mini disc. I lost Love all that. faith in Sony after that because it was such a brilliant technology. It was so easy to use. Yeah, right. And then they didn't release it to anybody else. And so nobody wanted to use it. Oh. Um, yeah. Oh, right. They got spooked by the market. That, that's well, all. all they didn't think too. that the right CD writers would do anything. Right. 
And then, uh, yeah, so, that was a flash in the pan too. So after, <laughs> after Hot Wire, I went on a little bit of a coffee field trip and pilgrimage for two years. Applied at all the big wigs for that time. I applied mm-hmm. at all the big companies. Got turned down by all of them, which was hilarious. <laughs> um, I kept bugging this one guy, Craig Gant at Zoka, to give me a job because he was Dismas's old friend, uh-huh. and so I kept bugging him, and I. Eventually, he remembered me as the guy who kept bugging him. (laughs) But he didn't have any positions available. And then when another manager, Lindsay Robinson at the time, gave me my first chance at Zoka. And from the day one, I hit the ground running. And I worked there for a little close to about, I'd say, probably about four and a half years altogether. Saw a lot of things go down, learned a lot about coffee, had amazing relationships, amazing teachers, really wonderful company to work for. Like any other company, it had its ups and downs, Mm. you know, and it's amazing. It's those ups and downs where you realize that this industry is large, but it's not as large as we perceive it to be because little ripples in any operation You'll hear about it from another barista. Oh, it's crazy. Three operations down the road. Yeah. You know? Right. It's fascinating because uh, coffee is is the second most traded commodity in the world. Right. Behind oil. But but the industry gets very small. Right. And sometimes I like to picture it as one of the fanciest and largest high school cafeterias. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. <laughs> Cafeteria With, coffee. Right. Just, you know, you got all these tables that could be your operations. Right. And everyone's got Which is a cool clip. table this week. Right. And, exactly. You know. But and it's fun. But it's a lot of fun. I mean, we're, we got Coffee Fest just around the corner. Yeah. SCAA. And there, yeah. There was a time where that was just a pipe dream. Mm. You know, I'm just picturing two Norwegian guys. Sip it on coffee, go, you know what would be a great idea? <laughs> right? The Ahans. Right? <laughs> coffee yeah. news. Right? Oh, you're so crazy. Hand <laughs> me that joint. <laughs> it's fascinating thinking about the the, um, the smallness of coffee and the bigness of the industry. Right. Um, it's just that coffee is, is such a... Cheers again. Cheers. Cheers. Oh, I think I might need a little more. <laughs> <laughs> Help yourself. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Um is that uh, yeah, coffee is such a such a social it's like I think it's more ingrained in society than a lot of things and so it it kind of molds itself around right the the local social yeah uh, society <laughs> and it always has been I mean yeah, coffee's yeah. always been known it's like we're almost we almost forgot that for a while as things got so big and commercialized and I think right when you say the coffee industry is small too what I'm finding is that it's not that small. I mean, it's right. massive, obviously. It's the second yeah. largest traded commodity. Right. And um, millions of people around the world. Everywhere. And like every, every There's so many layers. So right. what we consider small, you know, when we have 50 of us in a room for an event or right, something like that, or right. for these like foodie we, latte art throwdowns. It's a tiny niche. It's a tiny niche of a niche of... Of a niche. Yeah, of a niche, <laughs> of, a niche <laughs> of a nook of, you know, of a notes. And, it's a, yeah, of notes. <laughs> <laughs> Don't forget about the niche of notes. And the... Uh, you know, so and we deal with this as as roasting because there's the fun people, the Twitter feeds and all the like right, the, the foodies right. that really get into it as a culinary aspect and mm-hmm. love it and honor the coffee. And then there's like you know the other ninety nine point nine percent of the market right. is I the Folgers. To, I mean, you go to the grocery store. I need to store. wake up 
where well it's kind of nice it's all these routines and that's right. and that's the most fascinating part about this whole industry for me right. is how do you get into people's routines you know i mean sales are one thing but like where do you where do you get into that how do you sit into their life the milk and the sugar and the timing yeah. and the barista and the drive wherever you're going right. like all that plays into that addiction in quotes right. i always quote i'm over yeah oh, i like to air quote air quote cuz right. you guys can see us well <laughs> you know and that's that's really the that's the crux, and that goes back to it's not just the coffee you're selling; right. yeah. it's the experience you're selling. You yeah. know, and how do you get lives. into that as a new no, business? And how? Why is one business so like hits that and just catches on fire, mm-hmm. and everybody right. wants right. that blue bottle? Right, perfect oh, example. No, well, absolutely. And to give you a little history too, like I grew up in coffee shops. My dad was always at Trident in Boulder, um, which is a famous. It's been there since I don't know since the fifties. I think mm-hmm. his cafe's been there, and. Right now, it's not the greatest coffee, but right. it's also this place that's been serving coffee for so long for so many starving students and so many right, brilliant people. Right. I mean, uh, it's become. I mean, it's become, if you guys know about Boulder, Colorado, it's this hub of intellectual and kind of new age thought a lot right. through like the seventies and eighties, right? So um, Ginsburg, uh, Allen Ginsburg, not Allen Ginsburg. Um, I'm gonna let you finish. Yeah. that. <laughs> <laughs> we're, just, we're, gonna, we're just gonna edit this one out. Um, oh, you are. Yeah. <laughs> keep going anyway so it's it's a Bold. very rich cafe you know i remember right. going there and getting steamed milk when i was right. a tiny kid uh-huh. you know because my but, dad and, just but it's established school. itself as that area it still is go-to spot and it's right? and then so from there um you know boulder's kind of hip with all that stuff and then we i was living in montana we moved to montana and i remember taking like an 85 mile drive one way to go my dad really wanted a latte and there was no place to go we're in Yellowstone. Right. So we drive all the way up to Bozeman, Montana. Wow. You know, it was like 126 miles in the summer, one way. Wow. And That's we get our grocery shopping along the way because it's also the only supermarket, really. Yeah. Um, and we go to Leaf and Bean, you know, and now I go to Leaf and Bean and it's this like goofy kitsch, like gift shop. And it hasn't changed. Mm-hmm. It's just that my perception of cafes have changed, you know? Right. And so I remember getting my Italian sodas and there's a record store next door. I bought my first CD, Paul McCartney there, right. you know? And, like Cactus Records, I think it was called. Oh, wow. That's weird. It's, it's and, amazing, like, how... But the cafe scene, you right. know, and that connection to it and the routine and seeing that, and then going back, and then Vix opened up in Boulder. Mm. And Vix uses the the Liverpool Ranchilios and Rockin'. I mean, it lines out the door every single day of the week. Do they and Boulder, it's like nobody works. I don't It's weird. They all have so much money. It would be Thursday uh, at 11, and there's, like, 60 people in line. And they're doing forty thousand dollars a week as a cafe, like straight espresso but it's only. Nobody works. In Bo- I need to move and, to Boulder. Right. Well, you have to have a PhD before oh, you stop working. It's just you're blessed. thirty with a PhD. Well, that's why. No, and and they like, faded a little bit because, you know, and that's where my history of coffee like, and conduit comes in because when I decided to get into it, I was home roasting and Stumptown opened up at the roastery and I was at SU and it was just like, yes, right. I can be a roaster. This is like, this is the best yeah. thing in the world. Yeah. This is the bleep. And. <laughs> and we, it was great, and then but so then I get decided to go into it. I went back and I knew my friends had started a roasting company, and my buddy from high school was a partner in this. And it turns out that the his partner was the manager at Vix and hired every barista in town that went. You know, they grew up and they got their training at this high volume cafe, and they knew how to work a bar and they knew right. how to do customer service. They knew the routines, and it was this this amazing fire going on, and they. So the, all those people grew up and they opened up all their own cafes. So now Vix is all pressured by all, the, all their former staff <laughs> because their coffee hasn't really changed much. Right. Their scene hasn't changed much. But so Justin at Ozo Coffee and Greg um, 
went and hung out with them an apprentice for a summer I was like yeah I can do this roasting like coffee roasting is one thing coffee roasting itself like the activity is so fun you know mm. it's just bagging and all that stuff <laughs> you don't really know what you're getting into when you start a business <laughs> yeah, I wish I could just roast for 100% of my time um, and so those guys but now Ozo Coffee opened up this beautiful location like two blocks maybe block and a half from the Trident and so there's this old guard, this amazing old coffee that's been there forever, and then this beautiful new cafe that's doing all single origins and just, you know, total third wave coffee. Oh. And they complement each other. Right. Because, you know, the lines overflow and there's different styles. And, oh, yeah. you know, one has this, like, classic old bench feel, you know, that old, mm-hmm. old, old oak it, feel it's to really it. It's really cool to see how creative the overall coffee culture is mm. when you walk from place to place. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's just, it blows my mind as well. It's about time we do another coffee beer tour. I think condo should organize that. I think you should. Yeah. Usually I'll, start I'll, up I'll, with like the Victrola up on Capitol Hill on the, I'll, on the 15th. I'll and then we <laughs> work our way down going to, uh, oh, yeah. you know, you hit up a lesion, you hit up Stumptown for a cupping when you're, you know, you're already like three beers deep. That's, that's <laughs> educational. Um, <laughs> you know, and you work your way, and you go to Vita, and you just that hit sounds up these like a very, taste, very tasty education. I'm down. Well, when you know enough people too, and you're a few beers deep, and like nine oh, yeah. shots of espresso in, you can just march right on back and go talk to the roasters at any of these places, and that's and, true. and well, it's really fun. One of the things I like doing is that a lot of people I run into or meet are curious about coffee, and this will range from people just getting introduced to what baristas do Mm -hmm. all the way to people looking for a possible future investment, you know, or business that they want to start. And so sometimes I do a little bit of consulting. And so what I generally do is just arrange, uh, field trips at different places. I've arranged a few field trips with people here Mm -hmm. in conduit and, uh, actually, yeah. Um, uh, our friends Ben and Ryan are super. Yeah, those guys are great. Super ecstatic. About well, that's part stuff. of why you're here, Sean, is because <laughs> I will make you money. No, uh, no, that's terrible. Just buy my forty nine. Here comes my shameless plug. No, <laughs> but uh, no, but it's get three friends on board and you could get it. <laughs> it's no, not but, like that. But you know, I I've run, I've been very fortunate in this business to have worked for several different people, different companies, uh, meeting amazing people. Yeah, after Zoka, there was... Uh, All roads to Zoka. Right. At some point, yeah, that was amazing. <laughs> I, uh, yeah. Trolla, seven roasters. Uh, right now, I do work for Neptune, uh, Morsel, out in the U District. Mm. Uh, I've... I gotta check out more. I've met so many baristas over the years, and I've seen them go off and start their own operations. Uh, Scott over at Black Coffee, Uh, Nick and Brandon, Nick Vary and Brandon Weaver over at Slate. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, (laughs) list goes on. Mm -hmm. Dismas Smith roasting for Ladro, and several coworkers of mine who now work there. And so, I've I've. I feel very blessed every time I go out and I say today's a coffee day because usually I'll stop at like three or four different places all together and no matter where I go, it's always a hug or a handshake and just an excellent cup of coffee, mm-hmm. which is makes me feel very special. Yeah. Oh, thank, thank you. you. 
like this 12 year old scotch i know it makes it's, everybody it feel it special it makes me feel very special right now <laughs> more special as the time gets more special indeed here here all right let's <laughs> let's uh I hate to tell you guys about the captain morgan that's up next <laughs> <laughs> Let's uh, let's wrap it up. I feel like just... I've been attacked by a pirate. <laughs> we we're just finishing off this this uh, this bottle here and awesome. Um, uh, we didn't drink the whole bottle. There wasn't that much. No, no, it was towards it's the end. Radio audience. Yeah, radio audience. We're still good. We're Tune still... in at a bolt uh, next week. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be radiating. Um, thanks yeah. for having me on. This was yeah. a lot of fun. Yeah, thanks for joining. Yeah, uh, sweet. But yeah, this, we should definitely all organize a. We should organize a coffee field trip. That would be amazing. Interesting yeah. There's a couple things we need to organize: a Sunrise Coffee Club. Hashtag Sunrise Coffee Club. Mm-hmm. Everybody, take your pictures. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Take your pictures of your morning cup of coffee. Let's get this Twitter thing and Instagram thing working. It's all right. Fun. I'll get started on that. Sunrise Coffee Club. Yep. Sunrise Coffee Club. <laughs> yep. It's a nice hashtag. That means you have to get up for the sunrise. Well, ideally, <laughs> but I think my first picture. I, is going to be a glass of Miller High Life with just whole roasted beans sitting in the bottom of the glass. <laughs> that, that will be my first picture right, of that. Sure. The perfect. The that per- sunrise. Yeah, that's, that is how, I, <laughs> yes, he that is how I will start my day. <laughs> my sunrise coffee uh, club pictures right now would, would probably be closer to lunchtime. Uh, <laughs> I know. Picture the sun coming around, like the sunlight coming around your window shades. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, That's amazing. Uh, hashtag Sunrise Coffee Club. These coffee tours, everybody's welcome, of course, to the studio. But we really need to start doing more of these, and I, that's an aspect of the business that's so fun of the, of the yeah, industry that's so absolutely. fun is the exuberance of going out. These baristas that want to go see what everybody else is up to. I know you're trying to end the show, but no, 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 no. I like the awkward ending where we just kind of like, ah, oh, we should we end just, it. Let's just, keep talking. We just peter out. Peter you out. Know, like capital P. And then we just kind of boom, boom. We're and done. We're done. Yep. That, that's that's awesome. Well, in that case, just one more. I, I'm, because I'm new, I'm new, and I feel like I want to have, All I right. want to contribute the last to the you should have the, you, you should have the last Can, word. Is that okay? All right. It's fine. Please John also, Thank also you. often has the last word. Okay, so uh, shameless plug <laughs> is that I do graphic design for coffee. Very cool. So if anybody hears this, hire me. I, I love money. And then two... Uh, no trades. No trades. <laughs> I do trades. Yeah, like for I'll, cash. Or food. I love, <laughs> I love food. Your Amazon Fresh Box. Right? <laughs> oh, God, that's going to be awesome. <laughs> yeah, and uh, no, absolutely. Field trips, coffee, friendship, all that stuff. Good stuff. Just yep. good stuff. Coffee and love. Right. That's what we're all and, about. and a shout out to Brandon Radio. Weaver. If I said beans... I'm really sorry. I meant coffee seeds. Seeds just doesn't sound right. I don't listen to him, Brandon. I mean, Brandon's right. Oh, yeah. I love Brandon. <laughs> you know, it's like this is not a bean. That's for him. That's for you, buddy. We love you. <laughs> we can spread your seeds anywhere you want. He's supposed to have the last word. Shut up. Oh, so like, what? How do you guys normally end this? Just like, just that. like.